Welcome to the Rich, Fulfilling Life Show with your host, Saad Nadim. Saad is a fiduciary and licensed financial life advisor who specializes solely in internationally trained physicians like yourself and helps you build a tax-efficient retirement plan, a children's education plan, and an estate plan in four weeks without selling you any investments or insurance. RFL Wealth Management has grown successfully because of internationally trained physicians like you that have come to Canada later in life and are looking to retire comfortably with sound, tax-efficient advice and enjoy a rich, fulfilling life. And now, your host, Saad Nadim. Hello, welcome to your Rich Fulfilling Life show. My name is Saad Nadim. Thank you for being here today. It is a special moment for us today. A longtime listener finally makes it to our episode. We have here Dr. Sumanathan. Please, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for being here. You know, it's going to be a really fun conversation. I'm really looking forward to this because of all the great conversations we've had off the uh, recording. <laughs> so I thought it might be a, a good opportunity to bring you on board here and um, really just, you know, you're an internationally trained physician, worked uh, extremely hard to get here, to be here, licensed in Canada. You're actually licensed in three different countries, <laughs> you know, so that's an impressive feat on its own. But, um, you know, so today what I, uh, what I think what we really want to do is uh, share your story as an internationally trained physician to help other internationally trained physicians in Canada. So, you know, without any delays, let's just get right into it. Soma, can you please share us uh, your story in terms of like, you know, what was your journey like coming to Canada and becoming an internationally trained physician here? Sure. Uh, I'm originally from India. I was a physician in India for two years and then things were not working out well. So I decided to look outside of India and I moved to UK. At that time, it was easier to get to UK. So I was working in UK NHS for 13 years. UK is, um, NHS is an excellent well-run system and it has significant efficacies built in over decades and decades. There are a few issues, uh, and uh, I looked at my trajectory. Uh, it wasn't looking good over the <laughs> next few decades. I was going to remain either lower middle class or middle class for the rest of my life. I didn't like that idea. After working mm. so hard to get to where I was, I didn't want to stay middle class forever. So I thought, yeah. okay, fine. And I looked at all the possible outcomes at that time. Yeah. And there were quite a few reasons I decided to move out of UK. The workload was very rigid, too many protocols, guidelines, no independence. It was a competition model where you get paid. It's almost like a salary. Mm. And you cannot charge fees for sick notes. There's no yeah. charge for forms. There's no business. There's no yeah. using your skills. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, there were lo lots of multiple budget cuts. Every time yeah. they have a problem with the budget, they will just cut from NHS. Yeah. And there, were, there, there was something called bonus payments. So they keep, kept repurposing it. So they made it more and more difficult to achieve. Mm -hmm. I, while all of this was going on, the first strike in NHS history, yeah. first uh, major strike in NHS history happened in the beginning of 2016. I was there at that time. And uh, it didn't go well. So basically, they said, you can either stay and take it or leave it and leave. Yeah. I said, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> nice. 
Okay. And then you ended up coming to uh, Canada and um, tell us, I guess, your journey about uh, your first, um, you know, three to five years of being a physician in Canada and how that uh, went. So basically, it's a different system. So you have to learn the system. It takes a few years. Um, So I worked hard in the beginning to get to a stage where you're working all day with uh, enough workload. At the same time, you're not overwhelmed. At the same time, you're making enough decent money. So it's a juggling act, getting mm-hmm. the life balance correct. I did go a little bit more on the work side than the life side in the yeah. beginning stages to get to, to get to a better situation. So that's, that, that's how I ended up uh, in, uh, uh, settling down in Ottawa in Canada. In Ottawa. Okay. So, I mean, you mentioned that, like, obviously, in the beginning, you spent quite a lot of time, um, you know, focusing on the work, which obviously makes sense, because it's a, it's a new country, new system, you just spent so much time in the UK, and now you have to come to a brand new country and learn things all over again. So how was that? Like, you know, when you first finally started, you know, I'm guessing a, a, a bit more money than what you were making in the in the UK. And what was that experience like? So in the beginning, it wasn't much different. It was actually less than what I was making in the UK. It took a little bit of time, two, three years to understand the system and uh, make, uh, because you're still learning the system, not the medicine part, it's the system part. Like mm-hmm. there are certain subtle differences in the way you, you practice. In UK, it's all rigid. You have to do this and this and this. You cannot do the number three. You have to yeah. do one, two, and then three. In Canada, it's it's more, much more uh, independent practice. So you can decide to go to step three without doing step one and two. So yeah. that took a little bit of time to get adjusted to. Yeah, because it's kind of interesting in Canada, right? Like we we say we have a, for Canadians, like, you know, for the citizen, it's a public healthcare system, but they treat you like an independent consultant, essentially, uh, where you have to learn all of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, in India, you were just a doctor. In UK, you were just a doctor. In Canada, now you come, you're, you're a doctor to Canadian citizens or individuals, but on your personal side, you're not just a doctor. You are now all of a sudden a self-employed individual who has to figure out, okay, uh, do I want to get my own clinic? Do I rent a clinic? Do I work with somebody else in a medical group? Uh, how much is that overhead going to be? You know, do I hire an assistant? You know, do I get a prime spot in a you know, location? So all of a sudden, so much more of your time is now uh, not going towards actually practicing, but actually figuring out the Canadian financial system. So is that what you mean by like, you know, one, two, three, and you can go actually go to three directly in Canada if that's what you choose to do? No, I meant to, like in uh, treatment version, like you are allowed okay. to do the step one, this treatment, and then this treatment, and then only you can go to step three. There are protocols, rules, rigid okay, rules. Okay, okay. There's no flexibility in the practice itself. But yes, okay. I, to your point, as soon as I landed in Canada, I realized I am not just a doctor. I'm a businessman. Yeah. And and, and my own financial management guy, mm-hmm. I had to do everything myself mm-hmm. because I wasn't big enough to hire people to do it. So yeah. if I had $1,000 in savings, I can't go and ask somebody to manage it for me. So I had to do everything myself. And I chose to do the wrong things in the beginning <laughs> obviously yeah. that's how you learn right yeah so so you probably went and got an accountant 
right? Uh, that's probably you. Most people think, oh, I need help with financials. Let me go get an accountant. Uh, so you got an accountant, I'm guessing. And how did that go? What did he tell you? One thing I have to say at outset, every Canadian is a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I realized because uh, it can be nice. It can be sometimes not so nice in UK or in other countries. In Canada, everybody is nice. Yeah. I met with the bank manager who was introduced through another doctor of mine. And he said, you're a doctor. You're now eligible to work in Canada. Here you go. Free credit card, free open account, free, 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 this and free, everything free. <laughs> I haven't made a single, single dollar in Canada yet. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. You will make enough. And yeah. the accountant said, we will give you discounted fees. Uh, we will, once you decide to open a corporation, we will open that for you for now. Just just do taxes. We'll do the taxes. And uh, he was very su super nice. Okay. But he was, he was being an accountant. He's not my financial yeah. advisor. He's not helping me with anything other than accountancy. Back yeah. manager was not helping me with anything other than banking. Yeah. There was no... Yeah, it's individual siloed. Okay. So, you know, so you mentioned like, you know, like the accountant is being an accountant, right? Mm -hmm. But um, but I'm guessing you probably didn't know that at that time, right? Where you're thinking that like, you know, most people that I come across, they say, uh, okay, I need help with my financials. My accountant should be the one telling me what to do and how to save taxes and how to yes. put in strategies and yes. to do all of that. Yes. So I think one of the things that uh, uh, the accountant told you is to go and open up an uh, RSP account because it's going to help you save taxes. Uh, so do you, can you elaborate on that? So for the first couple of years, I'm trying to figure out the differences between the UK system and the Canadian system. What is detectable? What is not detectable? There are certain things which are detectable in UK, which are not detectable here. There are certain things which are not detectable in UK, you can detect it here. I was like, oh, really? Okay. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> that took a couple of years. After that, yeah. when I got to a stage where I had some money saved in a savings account, uh, he said, uh, why don't you think about opening a corporation? I said, what's that? Uh, you open a corporation and uh, you can do certain things to save more money and faster and reduce the tax. And Okay, fine. We'll look into it. But before you do anything, can you open an RRSB account with your bank? Okay, what is RRSP? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he said, you just call your bank. Oh, okay, I, I have a nice bank manager. He gave me yeah. everything free. I called him and I called him. He said, uh, my accountant said, I have to open this RRSP thingy because I need to reduce tax. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, perfect. You open one. <laughs> he said, which one? I was like, what? There's more than one? <laughs> yes. There is, you can see, there's an account where you can just save it as cash what you're doing now, which is what I was doing. I had an instant savings account where I can take the money out anytime I want, which was paying me 0, 0.0. I start counting after the 0, 0.0. Um, yeah. <laughs> For three years, I had just a savings account with instant savings, account, which is like instant access savings account. That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, and that's one option. The other option is to stock stocks. That's dangerous. I hear news <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Stock market down. Stock market down. Stock market down. Or sometimes they say stock market has reached a peak. Yeah. Or it has hit a new high. But most of the time, the news is stock market down. Yeah. Do I have to go in stock market? Can I not just stay out of this stock market thingy? Yeah. That was my knowledge at that time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so you know, so the accountant tells you to open up an RSP account, then you go find out. Okay, well, oh, there's more than one cash in stocks. Um, so which one did you actually end up going with? Just out of curiosity, I told him to put everything in cash for now. Okay, we'll figure it out later. Okay, and then I was on cash for a while, and then uh, we opened up the corporation thing because. One of my colleagues, the other doctor I was working with, he advised, you should open a corporation. You should open a corporation. It's it's good for you. I said, okay. Yeah. If you say it's good for me, you're my mentor in medicine. If you say yeah. it's good for me, I'll open up one. I called up the accountant. You said that this was a corporation thing. I want to open one. Okay, let's open it. Opened it. And then we started saving inside the corporation. I was not putting okay. in my savings account. The corporation yeah. built up a little bit of retained earnings. Yeah. I didn't know that term at that time. There was so some what, money in can, it. Can you explain what retained earnings is? Money which is left in your account doing nothing. There you go. After you have <laughs> <Yeah. after you're laughs> your enough money. So yeah. basically what happened was uh, I called up the bank manager again. Listen, I need to open up a savings account for my corporation because it's sitting there doing nothing. 0. Yeah. 0.00 stop counting. 0. 0.00 stop counting interest mm -hmm. on my money inside the corporation current account so he said oh yeah you have enough savings now we we should get you a financial advisor what's that mm. another guy who works with the with me in the same office in my bank well it's yeah. across the border across the, the the across the lift on the other side of the same building yeah. but he's called financial advisor he will be able to manage the finances for you i said okay okay fine, let's do it he invested money all my money in the corporation, inside the corporation, mm -hmm. in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, lots of things. I don't even know what that was at that time. I said, this money in RRSP is sitting there. You should invest that one too. You mean stocks? Yes. Mm. Uh, I'm scared. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll, I'll hold your hand and I'll take you through it. Yeah. So he invested that money as well, the money which was sitting in the RRSP into stocks, bonds, mutual funds, everything. And then there was this line item which was going out every month, like something. It said fees. I was like, what? I thought uh, my bank manager gives you everything free. What yeah. is this fee? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I asked the bank manager, oh, that's the fees for the financial advisor. Okay, how much is that? Well, it depends. Okay, it depends on what? It depends on the investments. Okay, how much is that? Well, it depends. I never got an answer for like six months. <laughs> yeah. Later, I found out I was paying something like 1.4, 1.5%. If the investment in, on, in stocks or something else, if, if, it, if it is a fund which is provided by the bank I'm buying, I get 1.2%, something like that. Yeah. And there was fund fees inside each fund. I had no idea that I was paying fees inside of the fund as well. So there are yeah. lots of funds, lots of stocks, random stocks, random American stocks. I had stocks in dollars, stocks in uh, American dollars, Canadian dollars. I had everything. Yeah. I had no clue what was going on. The end result, I asked him, so how am I doing after a year? I said, uh, you're up 4%. That's good. That's good. 4% instead of 0.0, .0 whatever. Yeah. I asked, I told my friends and mentor, everybody, I am four up, up 4%. 4%? Four percent. We are all up. This was in 2017, 18, around that time. Yeah. We are all up 10 percent. We are all up 12 percent. What is going on? Yeah. You must be paying a lot of fees. So I called up the bank and they said, uh, "Yes, 
uh, you're doing well. Yes, you're paying some fees, but it is tax deductible. Yeah, but it is tax deductible, but I'm still paying the fees. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going up. I'm just staying where I am. Yeah. Despite being in a risky stock investment stuff, all yeah. my friends are 10%. I'm at 4%. So what was, I guess, your, um, like, what would you say your knowledge level was at that time? Like, you know, you're making good money now. So you're saving money. And, um, you know, some money is being saved inside your corporation. You still had that RSP contribution that you made that's being invested. But overall, what would you say your knowledge level is at this point? Zero. Because I had no clue. Because I'm, I'm, I never did finance in my life. I had no clue. I didn't even know what stocks and bonds at that time when they got the money was invested. I was just going by what my friends were saying. You know, they were going, doing well. And they were do, with this person. They were with this bank there was with this organization that's all i knew i didn't know anything so uh, do you remember like how, what was your risk tolerance what, what did they deem you as a risk tolerance at that time it was uh, around 60 uh, percent uh, stocks 40 percent bonds okay so pretty vanilla but mm -hmm. if we if you were to if you were able to go back then back to that time today raise a magic wand would you still be a 60 40 today no i would be 120 percent stocks yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and and that's interesting that you say that right because like you know this is coming from the same individual who just said about five minutes ago oh stocks no i don't want that that's too risky but all of a sudden now is the exact same individual um learned um you know quite a bit on it on his own you know read a few books and uh, you know follow some blogs and read a whole bunch of research on google and now you're saying i'll be 120 percent equity uh, or 100 120 percent stocks so you know, what would you say, because you're not the only person here, we meet people just like in this situation all day, nonstop, right? So what would you say are actually some of the biggest learning um, opportunities for physicians who are at that stage? So we're going to get to where you are today, but at that stage where you were, what are some of the things you can suggest to internationally trained physicians at that stage? The rate of return, like how much money you make on your investments is basically depends on your risk and the time horizon. If you mm -hmm. have a lo lot of years to stay in the market, and if you are going to be um, saving a lot of money over a lot of period of time, you should be thinking about the amount of return you want. Based on the amount of return you want, you should be putting your risk level. When you put your risk level high, yes, there is a higher risk, you will go down. But then you will, it will come back up. There was a time I was high risk, but I was making a mistake of not doing anything and not investing at all when the market went down. Mm -hmm. Some people say, I'm high risk. I'm fully in stocks. Good. But what did you do when the stock went down? I just didn't buy anything. I didn't Nothing sell anything. I got scared. Yeah. I got scared. So I didn't sell anything, but I didn't buy anything. Yeah. My it's advice cool. to... Yeah. To the new youngsters starting up, mm -hmm. just don't do it. Don't do the finance yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and I think that's the biggest thing, right? Because you are hoping that this other person would actually educate you and, and show you the way uh, and, and, and kind of lead you. 
uh, it's not just a thing enough to say like I'm gonna hold your hand and show you the way, but it's actually I think, you know, it's it's like that saying you can uh, I can catch the fish for you, but if I teach you how to fish, you'll you'll be much better as an individual. Um, and I think a lot of people don't do that. Maybe they're scared because if if we teach you everything, what are you gonna need us for? Or you know, like there there has to be something. But uh, I think that's where the confidence really shows like, hey, like I'm willing to educate you and teach you, but I still know the more I educate you, the more you're going to realize the more you need me, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I think a lot of people don't actually do that and they're scared, which ends up leading to somebody like you who was quite young. I mean, you're still young, but even at that time, you're probably you know, still quite young in a sense where you're now in a 60% equity, 40% bond portfolio where you know if somebody just took that a few extra minutes to just explain to you how time horizon works, how risk return works, um, you know, you'd be better off. Um, you know, how we like to explain it to people is, you know, you want to live a rich, fulfilling life. And that means you're going to have some sort of a goal. The further you are away from that, achieving that goal, the more risk we can take. So we should be in 100% equity if you have at least 15, 20 years ahead of you. However, this is not a static thing. This is not a, you're going to be in this portfolio for the rest of your life. And this decision is, you know, in concrete. But what happens is as you move closer to that goal, now you're going to be, okay, maybe five years out, maybe now we'll be like 80% equity and 20% bond. Four years out, maybe we'll go 70% equity. So as we get closer to achieving that goal, we're going to take that risk off the table to make sure that when you actually achieve that goal, the money will be there. So this is not just obviously for retirement. This is for your children's education goals. This is for any other goals you may have, uh, right? But I guess, you know, most people uh, don't actually get to learn that. So from what I understand, you were, uh, you know, working uh, with, you know, one of the big banks, and then you ended up moving over to this other company where a lot of physicians feel like that they're going to be getting the right type of service. Because um, it said that on the brochure, it's only for physicians. If you're not a physician, yeah. you cannot join us. Okay, that's the place to be. They must know us. They must do the best job for us. To my shock, they had three: silver, yeah. gold, platinum. Yeah. In each category. Canada, silver, gold, platinum, stocks, bonds. America, silver, gold, platinum, stocks, bonds. Well, like, to pick one out of these three, that's the job. How yeah. much fees are you paying? Oh, 1%. But it's tax written, uh, tax that's deductible. Different. Yeah, but still, it's 1% of AUM, assets under management, the whole amount. You're mm -hmm. taking 1% of my money away. Yeah. Even though I was down 20% in 2022 last year, yeah. um, they were still taking that 1% off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 12, 1 by 12 of the 1% off every month. So yeah. I'm down 20% and you're taking one more percent off on a monthly basis. I'm going negative, so, negative, so negative. So, okay, so you know what? I'm going to play like the devil's advocate here because, you know, so n nothing is free as you obviously realized, right? Like, you know, no. the bank manager gave you free, 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 <laughs> but then you realize there's obviously fees attached to it. Sorry, you're, you're saying something? No, the one person fees, I'm not bothered about it. Yeah. What were they doing for me for the no, one no, person? So fees? I'm getting, to, I'm getting to that. I'm getting picking to that. One out of the three, <laughs> picking one out of the three yeah. is not a difficult work. So, so that's what that's what I want to talk about, right? Like, so again, um, you know, the, you, that was my segue into into that. So again, nothing is free. You obviously have to pay for something. Uh, and again, one percent is fine. Even let's say ten percent fee is fine. Again, fine. you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But the main question is, it's not the price. What is the value that you get okay. for that fee that you pay? 
Okay, yeah. so now let's talk about that. Great. So they're going to charge you 1%. What are all the amazing services that you received uh, from them for that uh, 1%? Soma? Because of whatever the criteria I fit, they put me on platinum, which means I am platinum, 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 platinum. Canada, America, international, everything, platinum. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's all. That's all they did. That's so, it. so okay, so they charge you. So, let's say, for example, you have a million dollars, one percent of a million dollars is 10 grand, and so they charge you 10 grand to help you pick platinum, platinum, platinum across the Canadian market, the US market, and the um, and let's say the international market. Because by the time I was educated enough to say, just don't buy bonds for me, yeah, uh, because yeah. I'm still in the early career, I need I don't have any savings, I'm starting from scratch, so just can you put me in equities? So, they just bought platinum equities. Okay, so so okay. let's talk about that. You mentioned something really interesting there. So you said, but that time I was knowledgeable enough. So yeah. how did you, so how, where did that start? So it obviously started somewhere between the bank and this other institution that has, you know, a physician in the name. Um, so where did that knowledge come from? Where did you even feel the need that you have to kind of educate yourself um, to, you know, for the betterment of your future? So I guess a two-part question. Number one, when did you start realizing you have to do that? And number two, what did you start actually doing to get knowledgeable? It's the same problem. When I ask them how much fees I'm paying, it depends. Depends on what? Okay, explain it to me. Oh, you want to understand. I want to understand. You want to understand. Physician. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm a physician. I'm a physician. Well, they didn't say you want to understand. They would. They were very polite about it and very yeah. roundabout way. They said, yeah, uh, yeah. So they said uh, it's difficult for you to understand kind of thing. I was like, okay, let me read about it and let's start yeah. studying. And that's when I started off reading about the funds and the stocks and the bonds and markets, the basic stuff. Yeah. Uh, ETF, what is a ETF? What is a stock? Why you should not buy just stocks and keep buying and selling, you're not going to make anything in the long term. Yeah. All those stuff I learned, and I yeah. learned about the fees. That's when I realized there's word M-E-R. That changed my life. <laughs> I went back to my <laughs> account and I opened each and every one of them and looked at M-E-R. M-E-R. There is M-E-R of two here. There is M-E-R of three here. There is M-E-R wow. of 1.1 here on top of whatever fees I was paying. Yeah. So that's when I realized I'm paying paying fees inside of fees inside of fees. Wow. That's yeah, when so... I realized, yeah, this is waste of time. Okay. So, uh, so are there any like uh, maybe like books that come on uh, top of mind that you may recommend to other internationally trained physicians that so really helped you? Anybody who comes and tells me that I'm buying stock, I'm into stock market. The only website I refer them to is Couch Potato website. Yeah. Um, Botolati. Dan Bottolati, I yeah. refer to them, that website. Once you have gone to that website and listened to those podcasts and read a little bit, you will never buy stocks for the rest of your life. Yeah. Ever, ever. I own one yeah. stock in one yeah. company <laughs> 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 just to be a shareholder so that I can be part of the online meeting to see a yeah. guy. That's all. That's all. That's it. No uh, other stocks. No other stocks. No, fair enough. So, okay. So then... 
you know, so I, I guess to do a little like a recap until now, you you came to Canada, you met the accountant, uh, opened the RSP account, um, got a whole bunch of free things from the bank, and then you realize, oh, it's not so free. And then when you realize it's not so free, then you uh, looked around, went to this other company uh, who you thought would be like, you know, your end all be all type of situation. Okay, they're going to help me out. So now you're going them and everybody kind of keeps seeing you, uh, pulling you around the corner, which is what my fee? It depends. It depends. Well, it depends on what. So it's the same cycle over and over again. Um, so then when is it that you realize that you're going to need something more than somebody who just helps you uh, buy stocks uh, and, and bonds or just platinum, platinum, platinum? Like, so what was missing from the entire equation, essentially? I didn't know how I was doing. I didn't know where I will be in five years time. I didn't know I will, where I will be in 10 years time. I knew that on average, I'll be making this much return, but that's it. I didn't know mm -hmm. anything else. What am I going to do when I retire? Because there's no retirement for me because I'm self-employed. What am I going to do with all the other stuff in my life? Financial mm -hmm. decisions, anything. Do I buy this car? Do I buy this TV? Do I buy a big TV, small TV? Do I buy a small car, nice car, big car? Do I buy it on loan? Do I buy it on credit card? Do I buy it on cash? I didn't mm -hmm. know what to make the decision. Each and every decision I had to search, read, read, and possible best decision at that time, I had to make it. And okay. that was was missing. And the second thing was, don't get me wrong, they, they both are very nice people. The, the bank as well as the physician. It's never a personal thing. Uh, but they are restricted. The bank, mm -hmm. at least, they were able to buy some stocks in America and everything, but the physician organization is restricted. They can only buy either gold, silver, or platinum. They cannot yeah. buy anything other than their own funds. That's it. They're limited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that doesn't give me... Yes, they have a fund which has all types of funds, but that's diversity inside of the fund. But there's mm -hmm. no other diversity. Because wherever you go for any financial website or to read the basics of financial, the word they keep using is diversity. I mm -hmm. lack diversity. I lack yeah. a plan for future. I lack uh, a confidence of what's going to happen. Am I going to run out of money after five years after I retire, 10 years after I retire? I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay, so... Okay, so I think that the the key um, uh, word that you just mentioned there is that um, okay, fine. I knew I was going to make this much money, and I know on average, fine, I'll get this rate of return. However, good or bad it is, great, no problem. But at least I know some gauge of how much rate of return I will get. But still, at the end of the day, all the major financial decisions I actually have to make regarding my future, myself, my kids, my spouse. Um, you know, I still have to make them. I still have to Google them. I don't know if I'm going to be able to retire. I don't know if that money is going to last me five years into retirement. So the key, I think the word that you mentioned there is the planning piece, right? So how important do you feel is the planning piece in the entire, uh, you know, scope of things? Uh, where would you put that? Like, you know, is it, is it extremely important? Is it not that important? Like, where would you rank that? Number one, extremely important because without a plan, I couldn't work out the plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a plan to work out the plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay so 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 let's get in uh, some specifics like so what is planning like you know um like what do you like what did are do you feel you're getting out of it like what is it that why you put why do you put it number one because i have to have a plan because i know what the uh, the end end is end is i will be retired and i will be living comfortably 
not luxurious, comfortably, and I will be able to give some help to my kids. That's my plan. That's the outcome I need. Mm -hmm. yeah. To get that, what do I have to need to do now? I didn't know. So I know what I need. I know what what should be the outcome. Yeah. But I, not, I didn't know where how to get there. How Just to get like having money, money, money in, in one corporation because you're going to lose lots and lots of money to tax. Yeah. How do I not escape tax? I, I like paying tax. I just don't want to pay more than what is than your share. Exactly. Yeah, my share, yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to pay unnecessary tax or double tax or tax on tax. It's yeah. the same as fees and fees and fees. Tax yeah. and tax and tax. These are the two main problems for I had. So yeah. <clears throat> I said, let's look around. And yeah. I had a couple of meetings with a couple of other banks. Yeah. Some of them were nice people. Yeah, everybody was nice. Everybody. Yeah. All Canadians are nice. <laughs> but <laughs> some of them who have been in the business for 25 years, their knowledge level was in some areas were lacking. I mm -hmm. could see that after listening to a couple of websites and a couple of podcasts, I could see they were lacking in knowledge in certain aspects of finance. I said, no, this is not good. I need to find somebody who knows more than me at least. Yeah. Even if exactly. they're not the savant, at least they need to know more than me. If I ask yeah. a question, they should have an answer. Or at yeah. least I would say that I, they will look for an answer. Let me, give me an answer. But there were a few people who couldn't give any answer and they were just wasting time. <laughs> okay. So what would you say then, like, you know, based on, because now we're, you know, nearing the end of our conversation, like, what would you say, are the biggest things that internationally trained physicians can learn from all the mistakes that you made? So first things first, you have to have a plan and you have to have goals and you have to have an achievable plan and you can work towards those plans. And you have to have a broad diversification of all assets, including liquid, illiquid, real estate, rates, private equity, everything. It should be a fully diversified mm -hmm. uh, portfolio. And you should have a trustworthy financial advisor. You cannot call accountant for every financial decision. He's going to give you the, the best advice based on tax. But that's mm -hmm. not the best advice for you. So you need to have a financial advisor. And you should incorporate early. As There's, soon as possible. Day one. <laughs> There's there no waiting for the debt to be paid off. You lose so much opportunity cost. So much yeah. in a... Um, um, compounding growth if you wait mm. forever. Just yeah. incorporate, find a financial advisor, don't waste your time. I did a calculation. Most physicians, if they did a rough calculation, it comes to more than $200, hour, uh, $200 per hour their salary mm -hmm. is. Yeah. If I do all this finance myself by reading, researching, reading, I did a calculation. How much extra money I will make through the finance? Probably somewhere between thirty to forty dollars per hour. Mm -hmm. Why miss out on two hundred dollars and make thirty dollars? Yeah. And why waste your career and go into a different? I'm not going to become a financial advisor. Yeah. In this life, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why try for unachievable target when you can achieve targets and you have a plan, you work towards the plan, and you achieve your targets and you live happy. That's it. In in a much more efficient way. 
right? So again, so I guess what I'd like to ask you now is, you know, uh, we've been working, I guess, now for maybe three months now, I think, uh, right? You went and made all the mistakes. Um, and, um, you know, obviously most people don't know this, uh, but you and I have actually known each other for about three years now, uh, but we only started working together for about three months now. Um, and what would you say uh, is the biggest uh, change in your life now uh, over the last uh, three months? I have a little bit of clarity. I have some confidence. Before I spoke to you in 2018-19, I understood 0.1% of what you said. <laughs> now, yeah. now I can understand, say, 10-11% of what you're saying. Yeah. Which is a huge achievement. I wasn't planning for 10%. I was planning only for 2%. It's massive. Yeah. Uh, so I realized I'm not going to win this game by just standing on my own. I need uh, help. So for help, you have to pay fees. Yes, I am happy with that. As long as the work and the value I'm getting is a lot more than the fees I'm paying. Yeah, that's good. I, I mean, that's the only way to do it, right? Like, so the way yeah. we, we position it, it has to be a win-win. Uh, situation at all times it can't be uh, win and lose or you know lose lose obviously so it has to be a win-win at all times so the value that you have to receive has to be extremely higher than the than the fee that you're actually paying um, and then you one of the things you mentioned is like you know having clarity over your future and having confidence um, I did say this in one of my uh, episodes recently that you actually probably knowingly or unknowingly actually gave me one of the biggest compliments that we have ever received okay and i'd like to share that because uh that episode is not out yet i think so you know you'll hear it next week and you'll know you said it but i'll i'll share with you right now anyways um but uh, you know you're you're known in, in in your medical group as the as the person who's working nonstop uh, because once you if you don't have clarity and you don't have the confidence you're obviously you're 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 you know, uh, what's it called? Fight or flight response will be okay. I'll just work more and make sure I'll keep earning more. And that it's way, just, at least I'll make sure, you know, it's just I'm, a fear of unknown, fear of unknown, you know, and fear of the unknown keeps you on the hamster wheel and keeps you going. And because you're like, you know, worst comes to worst, I'm not going to fail. So I can control what I can control. I'm going to work harder, put in the six days a week, seven days a week, all of that. And you're known in your medical group, like obviously, you know, as that person. So one of the biggest compliments that you gave to me, you know, when we met in Ottawa recently, is that you have now decided to at least take, you know, a few days off the weekend for the rest of the summer um, because of the clarity that you have received. So how is that going? Actually, we closed the clinic completely. No for, way. For weekends. Okay. Only for summer. Yeah. Before well, I mean, always... obviously summer. Yeah. yeah like, so you know. For summer. So. Have you ever done that? No. I've always no. worked weekends. I've always worked more than six days. Yeah. Six days is the minimum for me. Starts from six days. Yeah. Uh, when I hear people, when they say they work for two and a half days, I feel so jealous. Yeah. I usually think that they must have a good parents, lots of uh, help from their parents. But I, now yeah. I know they could be just having a good financial advisor and a good plan. And a good plan. And, and, and honestly, like, you know, that is right there. Like, you know, I always tell our clients, like, we say we tell, help people live a rich, fulfilling life. But indirectly, we live a rich, fulfilling life when we help you live a rich, fulfilling life. And, you know, it's and it's and it's just that story itself is just amazing because, you know, before you know it, your kids are going to be older. 
uh, they may or may not want to spend time with you at that time. But right now you can at least control them. Be like, okay, now we're gonna we're just gonna go to the park and go go get some ice cream and actually enjoy some of this money, right? Um, you know, I don't know if you're comfortable in sharing that in the TV uh, story, but if you want to share the TV story <laughs> because of how much of the fear of unknown got to you. So basically, there was a TV for thousand dollar. There was a TV for four thousand dollar. Yeah. $1,000 one is LCD and LED. The $4,000 is an OLED. So yeah. it's a financial decision. If I buy the $4,000, I have to take $6,000 from my corporation, pay 50% tax to the taxman, $3,000 yeah. tax to the taxman. Then I buy the $4,000 TV. Yeah. Uh, I had saved up $1,000 in my personal. And so that was the decision I had to make. And the one of the initial meetings when I had with you is like, what if you had to pay $3,000? You have a plan here where you will be having so much more money than the $3,000 you're thinking about today. In 20 years' time, 25 years' time, with your plan, you could have this much money. I was like, When I looked at the amount of money, with that kind of money, I might as well just pay $3,000 to the taxman and get yeah. a bigger nicer tv and i did get the nicer tv bigger tv oled and yeah. i'm happy <laughs> yeah and 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 i think that's essentially the key right because the thing is you are afraid to make that decision when you don't know if this yeah. will impact your future right mm. if i spend this extra three thousand dollars in tax and spend the four thousand dollars on tv well that's seven thousand dollars well is that the seven thousand dollars i'm going to need that's invested over a long time 10 15 20 years and with growth and this and that it's going to be worth x amount of dollars but with a proper plan and getting the clarity, it's like, are you do you really need that extra 60 grand? I can prove it on paper that you're going to be worth X amount of dollars. You're going to receive this much income. Your kids are going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Your wife is going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Do you really need this X amount of extra dollars or do you want to live a rich, fulfilling life today? And then the decision becomes a lot easier. So, really? you know, I was so happy when you did that. And not only that. Uh, coming back to the $200 an hour story and compared to the $30, you know, what you would do to research your own. What did you, not only did you buy that expensive TV, what did you also do to save time and money? I wasn't going to fit it myself. Yeah. I'm not that that good, but I was going to ask yeah. my friends. I was going to ask somebody who is cheaper to fit it. But instead I went with Best Buy. And, and you went uh, to Geek Squad Geek and paid Squad. that full, you know, For the paid full, the full... full. Two hundred and forty-nine or one hundred and forty-nine dollars. So I, they gave me a discount as well in that one hundred and forty-nine dollars. Yeah, I, and I would have ended up wasting too much time and too much resources. And then it might be crooked or something. But how was that experience? So you went, uh, I, if I remember correctly, you went to the office and you didn't even bother with it. You went to work, and then you came home, and what was there? It was already fixed and it was working. And all you had to do was turn on the TV and watch it with your kids and family. It was good. Yeah, and, uh, right. You know, yeah. I can see the smile. Obviously, people are going to be <laughs> listening to this so they can't see it. But I can that, that smile is definitely, you know, going to be, um, you know, memorable uh, because that's what this is all about. Right. Like, what are we going to do with all this? And again, I'm not saying not work hard. You want to work hard. I work hard. Like, you know, um, uh, and but it's it's about finding that right I don't think there's a such thing as balance, but I think it's a such thing as priorities, right? Just getting a priorities right. Once we know our future is secure, we're secure, our spouse and kids and family and whoever traveling is happening. And, you know, I'm not going to get into traveling today. You know, maybe that's for the next episode. But, you know, once all of these things are happening, now you can prior your priorities can almost shift. It's like, OK, do I really want that extra million dollars that I want to leave for my kids or do I want to maybe spend that? $100,000 extra today with my kids today so I can enjoy that money today. The conversation becomes very different all of a sudden, 
right? Having that clarity and that confidence in your future. Uh, would you agree? Yes, yes, I agree fully because plan gives you clarity of mind and you feel confident and you can make the decisions. Some of the smaller financial decisions, I can make it now myself yeah. without searching yeah. the internet. <laughs> yeah. Which is a which is it saves so much time. You Google something, yeah. uh, you get everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I guess the final question that I have here for uh, for you today, then uh, Soma, is: Are you living a rich, fulfilling life now? Uh, that's a tough one. I have started to live a rich, fulfilling life. Yes. Good. Nice. Am I there yet? Fully? No. No, there's we just started. Still there's a lot, lot, more lot, lot to do. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more work to do. Uh, you know, but maybe if you bring you on like three months later when like, you know, all the plan has been implemented, everything has been done, then I'll ask you the same question. I think you'll have like a year to year face um, smile, you know, but uh, but that's a good start. So coming from zero and to starting to live a rich, fulfilling life. Uh, and um, and it's absolutely amazing that you're taking that the summer clinics off. I thought you were actually maybe just, you know, maybe just pop in or somebody no. comes in for the other weekend. No. You're actually just off. Off you know? the weekends. Just the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, yeah. we, have, we have closed the clinic, which has so, never happened before. I know. It's Even always... your patients must be like wondering yeah, what's like, going on. <laughs> what's going on? Like, just for the summer, we close the weekend. That's it. That's a huge step for me. Not it's for amazing. Me to, yeah, it's huge it's a, for me. So w w what's the most memorable thing you've done on a weekend now? Uh, weekend? We've done a, quite a few things. We, one day we just got in the car and just went for a drive. That's it. Because nice. the car the car had a lot of charge in it. So we thought, okay, yeah. we should go, uh, go for a drive and came back. That's it. For a couple of hours, we were I just know. driving. That's actually the best. You know, I do that with my kids. Uh, we'll just get in the car and we'll just drive because we live near like a mountainous area and we'll just go there, maybe just grab a coffee or something. The kids want to, you know, my, my daughter will be like, Baba, I want a cake pop. Let's go to Starbucks, <laughs> you know. So, you know, do that. But And you do nothing. But that in itself is just so fulfilling. Um, you know, so I'm I'm so happy, extremely happy for you, Soma, that you're finally getting to do this and you're off for the summer hoping summer just lasts forever now you know um based on everything you know we're going to try to make sure that you know those things last even in the uh, winter time just to clarify if i'm not off of, just to clarify i'm not off for the summer i'm still working monday to friday oh monday yeah of course nice. i'm not gonna I'm not, uh, you still need to earn some money so much <laughs> off for the weekend the weekends for the summer. Yeah, you're on the weekends. I, what I meant to say was off on the weekends during the fall, off on the weekends during the winter, you know, <laughs> you know, and then we'll slowly get there. Uh, yeah. But uh, but again, thank you so much for being here, Soma. I think this is a really extremely helpful conversation because you are not the only person in this in, in this situation. You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of people uh, that are in the situation and they're hoping, uh, you know, that somehow, some way, if they don't take the initiative, themselves something they're going to meet a miracle person and everything's just going to work out the bank will just help them on this but obviously you do have to take that initiative on your part uh, to figure out what's in your best interest and what you should do for your family um but i'm so glad you're here with us and i'm so glad you're part of the rfl world family and um you know any last remarks that you'd like to leave our listeners with nothing no special just just don't spend too much time on financial websites <laughs> and <Yeah>. don't go <laughs> Don't go into analysis paralysis. That's the word I learned. It's a term. Yeah, analysis by over um, 
paralysis by over analysis yeah, yeah because you nice. just keep reading reading and you don't know what to do in the end because you've learned one percent and there's still 99 percent more to go yeah and you will never reach 99 percent or 100 percent in finance i realized that so i just yeah Top and your time is obviously spent so much better in getting your becoming a better physician and you know improving your practice. You make a lot more money there than you would over <laughs> over on this side. Uh, but uh, but yeah, thank you so much for being here, Soma. Uh, have an amazing rest of your day, and uh, we hope to get back to, uh, you know uh, you on here in the in the near future. And for all of those that are listening, uh, we hope that you start your rich fulfilling life journey today. Thank you.